Welcome back to the Irresistible You podcast. This is episode 186. And today I am doing another episode in the series for 10 pounds, 10 times. 10 pounds, 10 times is the series that I created to document my personal weight loss journey of losing a hundred pounds. And this is all about accountability and consistency. So what I want to do today, guys, is I want to talk about how last week went, how I'm doing and what my plan is going forward. And before we get into that, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll probably notice that I am not on camera today. And for all of you listening, you can probably tell that I sound a little less enthusiastic like I normally do <laughs> on my podcast. And that is because I am utterly exhausted this today. Um, yesterday was Mother's Day. And last night, my son, Javi, decided he was going to get up at four o'clock in the morning. And long story short, he was basically up from four o'clock to almost 9 a.m. So between my husband and I kind of like going back and forth and helping while the other person would go back to sleep, we are exhausted. I hate when I have to start my Mondays completely out of whack, not feeling rested. I have routines and things that I like to do to like get my week fresh and get my week going. And I haven't been able to do that today. And one of those things is also having the podcast recorded before Monday so I can post on Mondays. And the raw truth is today that's just not happening. It's getting recorded today, the same day that it's going up live. And I'm not getting on camera because I haven't even gotten out of my pajamas. I haven't even taken a shower today, you guys, because I haven't had time. I literally haven't had a moment to myself from when I woke up in the morning and it was going straight into, you know, taking care of my kids. And that's what happens sometimes when you're a mom and someone who has to work and is trying to balance all of these different things. And it becomes incredibly difficult. And on top of that, I didn't share this part. Kat is homesick today. So all of a sudden last night, I was just thinking the other day, man, we've like really been on a good streak lately. Nobody's getting sick because <laughs> y'all know it was like someone always sick, like all winter here. And she woke up sore throat, cold. And you guys, <laughs> when it rains, it pours, I'm telling you. And I oftentimes in the past would just say F this. I'm not doing an episode today. I don't have time. There's too many other competing priorities on my plate and that's not going to happen today. I'm going to share this with you. Um, it may not be as high energy as you prefer me to be. It may not be what you're used to, but this is just real life. And I've always believed in keeping it real with y'all. So, you know, this has been my life for the last two and a half years. You know, I have a six and a two-year-old and bringing a second child into the equation and, you know, hitting the reset button on all those things that have to happen at that young age and the temper tantrums and y'all toddlers, come on, they are no joke. And so, you know, between that and my daughter, who, as you guys know, is type one diabetic and having to manage everything that comes with that, plus my business and trying to have some kind of a life in between all of that, sometimes it just gets to be too much. 
And most days, most days, you know, things run pretty smoothly, you know, but we have these times where, you know, it's just a shit show for lack of a better word. It's an absolute and utter three ring circus shit show. Okay. And there's so many times when this has happened, I'm maxed out. I am exhausted because I haven't slept. And then when you're tired and you're not getting your sleep, that your body wants to eat and your body craves all the junk. And I have given into that a lot in the past over the past couple of years, because there's just been so many other things that take priority. Right. And I've made this decision that this is how my life is going to be for a while. Yes. It's getting better as the kids get older, they become more independent. It's getting easier but this is still the season that I'm I'm still going to be in the three ring circus season for a while, okay? And I can no longer afford to say F it and do whatever I want with food. That's not helping the situation. It's not helping me. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because when you're on a weight loss journey, you're not doing a weight loss journey in a perfection bubble, you know, this is not the biggest loser show. We're not out here doing this in a bubble. We are out here doing and working this weight loss journey in our real life. And I think, I know that in the past, for me, talking, you know, years back, that was always something that I fell into that trap because, you know, all the diet culture stuff always teaches us that we just have to like, have more willpower, put our heads down and just eat less, move more. And they never equated, never put into that equation the fact that we all have lives to live, the fact that we have families to raise, we have businesses, we have jobs, we have responsibilities, we have emotions, okay? And we don't live in a perfect scenario seven days a week. And I want you to understand that, that you are not supposed to be doing this weight loss journey in some kind of perfection land, because that is not real. And I mean, you look at The Biggest Loser, right? I I really dislike that show. But my point of that is these people that go on the show, it's always like, well, they're losing 10 pounds a week and they're constantly dropping the weight. And it's like, well, yeah, no shit. Like we all would be doing that if we could turn our life off for six months or however long it is that they're there. And we have personal chefs and, you know, um, personal trainers. So stop comparing yourself to these kinds of situations that aren't real life. And I would much rather my journey take longer knowing I'm going to keep the weight off. And I'm also at the same time building skills that I can use to be able to maintain and do this the rest of my life. Because that's the other thing is you do it in a perfection bubble. Also like saying, well, I'm just going to do it this way. I'm going to cut these food groups out. I'm going to like deprive myself of this and that. And then when I'm done and I reach my goal, well, then I can go back to my old ways. And it's like, no girl, that's not going to work. Okay. And knowing that, you know, accepting and acknowledging that you're going to have off days, you're going to have days where 
you know, your alarm doesn't go off or your kids have you up all night or an emergency situation comes up. And I talked back a few episodes ago um, about this where I said, I know my kids are going to have nights where they're sick or they don't sleep. And I have all good intentions to maybe cook a nice dinner. And then when push comes to shove, it's like, girl, I'm not doing that. So then instead of using that circumstance as an excuse, right? Because I can't change the circumstance. I can't change the fact that my daughter is ill. I can't change the fact that Javi is going through some kind of bullshit two-year-old sleep regression, okay? I can't change those circumstances. The only thing I can do is to control myself and prepare myself and set myself up for success if and when those things happen. So I know in one of the episodes a few back, a few episodes back, I said, you know, knowing that this is going to happen, there's going to be times I'm hardly getting any sleep. And I will say these days are definitely getting, you know, short. It's less and less days like this than there was, you know, a year ago, two years ago, obviously. But when this happens, your girl is not trying to go down in the kitchen and slay some food and do all the things. Like, I am not about that. I'm not about that on a normal day. And I sure as shit am not about that on a sleep-deprived, running like a chicken with my head cut off day, okay? So having food available in the house that I don't have to order out, such as something frozen, something quick and easy that can go in the air fryer or I can pop it in the oven and everybody can be happy. And, you know, it may not be as healthy as I would like, but it is definitely healthier than binge eating and over ordering or eating out on DoorDash. You know what I mean? And so what I think I'm going to do tonight, we have those like, um, the frozen boneless buffalo wings, which are really good. I'm going to pop some of those in the air fryer, do some baked fries, do some, um, you know, light ranch dressing and call it a day. It's one of those meals. that's like still has a little bit of like that comfort food edge to it. It's not, it's like what, probably a sixth of what you would consume if you ordered out as far as the, you know, calories and fat and carbs and all of that. So it's definitely a much better choice. And so keeping those kinds of backup plans, you know, write these things down in your journal, having a plan of like, okay, when I know I'm sleep deprived, especially for those of you with kids, it's like, what am I going to do on those nights so that when I'm hangry and I'm in the heat of the moment, trying to decide what to make everyone for dinner, I'm not making these knee-jerk reactions and continuing the cycle. And I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to be very straight up. I'm feeling irritated today. Um, Yeah, obviously because I didn't get any sleep hardly, but I'm irritated because I'm sitting here at my desk working. I've got so much work on a Monday, which is like, come on, like ridiculous. But trying to get all this work done, sitting here at my desk And all I want to do is snack on something, chocolatey, trail mix. I don't know. And I went down to the the kitchen once or twice and I looked around and there's really nothing that I want to bring up here because I purposely don't keep 
those kind of like food trigger foods in my house, right? Because I know what will happen and looking at everything else that was there. I just don't want it. And it's just not worth it. So when you are fighting cravings or urges, it's supposed to feel uncomfortable. I just want to say that. Telling yourself no, when you're so used to telling yourself yes and giving in to the inner fat bitch and, and giving in to the entitled fat girl mindset, when you're used to doing that and you start showing some kind of restraint and control and telling yourself no, I can have that. I just can't have it right now you're going to be irritated. You're going to feel uncomfortable. There are times where you will feel like your nerves are buzzing out of your skin. Like you just want to come out of your skin because your nerves are so edgy and that's completely normal. And so I'm just kind of in an irritated mode. And we all know too, lack of sleep does something to our bodies where we actually do crave the junk food even more and it slows down our metabolism and all these things. So that's just where I'm at today. Okay. I'm a hot mess. My house is a hot mess. Um, I don't feel like I have a thing about Mondays. I actually like Mondays. Okay. Because I like that feeling of getting back in the week making my, my list for the week, giving my priorities together, knocking stuff out and just feeling accomplished. And I have a way that I like to do that. And that's just not happening today. And that's just the way it's going to have to be. This isn't going to be every single day, but it's going to be today. And I cannot, oh my God, the jets, you guys, I don't know if that's getting picked up on my mic or not, but they're super loud today. The, I cannot and will not allow circumstances like this to continue to pull me down or continue to hold me right where I'm at. I'm not going to do that anymore. I can't afford to do that. And so, yeah, you know, this is, this is the journey. It's not all easy. It's not all rainbows. It's not all butterflies, but this is just what it is. And so on that note, I, and pure accountability fashion, you guys, I want to share with you my number results from this past week and share with you what my goals were, how I did, what's working, what's not working, and what the plan is going forward for this coming week. All right. So when I, let's see here, when I was talking to you guys last week, it was last Monday, May the 8th, and I told you that the scale was up to 232 pounds. And I was down to 222 about a month ago, which was very, very frustrating, but we can only blame ourselves when this stuff happens, right? Because at the end of the day, the food is going in our mouth. No one is forcing it to go in our mouth. And we don't gain weight because of our circumstances, we gain weight because that's how we're coping with our circumstances. There's a big difference. Everybody wants to blame their weight gain on the pandemic or their job or this or that or their kids not sleeping. And it's like that circumstance didn't create the weight gain. The way you respond to the circumstance is what creates the weight, okay? So last week it was 2.32. I weighed in on Friday 
and I am down to 229.7, and I am happy with that result. It put me back down in the 220s again, which, you know, if you're following this journey, it's all about 10 pounds, 10 times, and we're going by decades. So I have zero plans to ever go back to 230 or above, and I am going to do everything in my power to ensure that that doesn't happen. And so right now, the goal is to get down to 219. I have to break this journey down into small chunks because if I said, well, I got to 229 and, um, oh man, that's a long way to go to 170. Uh, that, I mean, that just sounds exhausting and discouraging before I even open my eyes in the morning. But if I say I'm down to 229, I have 10 more pounds to go to 219. Okay, we can lose 10 pounds. We sure as shit, all all y'all listening, we all know how to lose 10 pounds because we've probably lost and gained 10 pounds. I don't even know how many times, okay? We all know how to lose it. And so if you break it down into these small chunks, it makes it feel doable. It makes it feel like you're not wanting to give up before you even get started. So we're down to 229. And I had only three goals last week. So I want to I wanna make sure you understand that as well. I didn't go into last week cutting out all kinds of stuff. I didn't go into last week staying at a certain points range. I just decided we need to create awareness. So the goal this week is to track every single thing that goes in my mouth. Everything. Without, we're not, we're not worrying about measuring it to make sure it's this amount of points or this. I wasn't worried about that. I had three goals, track everything you eat, a hundred ounces of water a day, and at least 15 minutes of walking. Okay. Okay. And so obviously what I did last week worked in terms of getting, you know, those couple of pounds off to get back into the, the 220 time a decade. Now let's talk about how I actually did on those goals, okay? Because this is all about accountability, right? Being honest. So as far as the tracking every day, I started out really strong. And I did track every single thing I ate from Monday until Friday. Oh my, I just heard somebody throw up. <laughs> Y'all. Can't I cannot. Okay. Sidebar. So I was tracking everything Monday through Friday, the weekend, Saturday, and Sunday. I did not track anything. And I'll get to that in a second. So when I look at because I'm on my Weight Watchers app, you guys, and what they recommend for me right now is 24 points a day. Just to let you know, when I calculated the average per day, it was 78 points that I was consuming per day. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, as you know, that is not hard to do. It is really not hard to do, but it's amazing to me whenever I feel like I've gotten off track and I get back in the game and I start paying attention and I stop zombie eating, 
it's always so amazing to me to realize how much food you're consuming, even if it doesn't feel like a lot of food, as far as the contents of it that are contributing to a weight gain, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And so many times, you know, you might start your week off strong and then you're gaining weight and you're telling yourself, but I'm doing everything right. And I always say, but are you? But are you really doing it right? Like, seriously. So the only way to know that and to find places to make changes is to write everything down, put it in whatever app you're using. It doesn't even have to be a paid app. It could just be a notepad on your phone or it could be an actual notebook. Once you start creating awareness, then you trigger something in your brain that gets to make a decision. And you do it without judgment. So yeah, y'all, I was looking at some of them days and I was like, ooh, okay, almost 100 points. Okay, girl, like what is this? But now I have the data, right? And I can go into this week saying, okay, here's what I know. I really have to work on getting my... um my points down. I really have to work on, you know, finding alternatives to what I'm eating because I'm consuming way too many points if I want to be able to lose the weight. Okay. Because here's the other thing, just because I lost, you know, basically what, three pounds this week doesn't mean that's going to happen next week. If I continue to eat an average of, you know, 78 points a day, that's not how you lose weight. Right. So, My goal this week, first and foremost goal, again, because you got to keep it small and manageable, right? So my first goal this week, you guys, is just to track everything again, okay? We're going to track, I got my little notebook right here. We're going to track all our food. And what I have to work on more, and I have to get better at doing this, is I can't ghost on the weekends. And I always had a really hard time with that. So especially this past weekend, it was Mother's Day. Like we went out to eat. We were like grilling at the house. Like I just was trying to be in the moment. And I will tell you, because there was a day that I was like, um, I think it was like Saturday. I was like, well, I'll go back later tonight when I go to bed and I'll put everything in. You actually won't remember everything. You have to do this stuff as the day goes on. I digress. So number one, we're still going to track everything regardless of the points because (laughs) let me just say this, okay. How many of y'all will eat something that's like, let's just say it's this like 25 point meal and you don't put it in your tracker because you don't want it to fuck up your points for the day, but you already ate it. So You've already consumed it. And so you don't want to be, you want, you're like, want to be perfect with what's going in your journal, but you're not eating quote unquote perfectly. I, I just, why do like, I know I've done that in the past and it's like, you're only hurting yourself. Who is sitting there staring into your weight loss journal and judging you? You have to stop judging you. It doesn't need to be perfect every single day. And so when you do what I'm telling you about just tracking every single thing you eat 
And I wasn't meal planning. I wasn't preparing ahead of time. And that's one of my other tools and my toolkit that I know works for me. But I wasn't there yet last week. Last week was all about we need to create awareness to figure out what the hell is going on. And we know now we're doing too much snacking and we're consuming way too many points. And we're going to have to do some stuff ahead of time in order to prepare ourselves for success. So goal number one is still to track. My other goal that I am going to work on this week is the weekends are also part of tracking. <laughs> we cannot lose our minds and just, you know, go into denial and not track anything over the weekend. That is not okay. Because that is, like, I just, I can't continue to do that. So I put on my list, you know, I have to pay more attention on the weekends and I have to track it. So then I can also, because the weekends look very different, right, than the weekdays where we have a certain structure and a routine. And the weekends, we are going to eat out more. But I can't make tweaks and edits to my plan if I don't start tracking what I'm doing in the first place. So I have to make sure that that happens so I can say, okay, on the weekends when we go to so-and-so restaurant or we order so-and-so, here's what we're going to do instead. That's what this is all about. You have to create awareness, right? And the other thing I'm working on, this isn't really a goal. It's just something that I'm being, I'm being um, aware of is the want or the desire to snack on things while I'm working. There is just something about when you're sitting at your computer, at your desk, in the, you know, you're like vibing out, getting your work done, and you just want to snack on something. Okay, we can snack on something, right? But we can't snack on M&Ms. We can't snack on lint chocolates. We can't do that. We need to find stuff that feels snacky, <laughs> but is not going to derail our goals. You know, you know what I mean? So track, track, track. That is like goal number one. Okay. Goal number two is still going to be the water. Like I will say I did pretty good every day. Um, with drinking the water. Like I said, I always have my, my cup with me. It's always filled I'm constantly filling it up. I never drink it. This is probably weird. I never drink all the way to the bottom. So when I'm refilling it, and I know some of the ice has melted, right? But when I'm refilling it, it's almost like there's still a quarter, like a quarter of, um, a quarter of the cup is still full. So that's like, am I really getting a hundred ounces a day? I don't know, but I'm going to just keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, filling it up, trying to push myself to like finish before I fill it up again. So I really know, you know what I'm drinking, but getting in all of that water is so helpful. Um, it was funny. Cause like, I mean, I always do drink my waters, but I guess I really wasn't doing it consistently and I wasn't focused like I was last week. All of a sudden, halfway through the week, I was like, I got to pee all the time. Because I, I don't know if it was like finally hitting or what. It was weird. So water, 100 ounces. Okay. And the walking. Now the walking. Hmm. Okay. 
I did okay. I'm going to give myself a C, an average on the walking. I got my walking in, let me look here. Okay, Monday, because we had talked on the podcast on Monday. And remember on the podcast when I told you sometimes I've been avoiding going out for walks when it's like towards the end of the day and I have all the kids by myself because it's not relaxing because I've got to be hyper vigilant and make sure my daughter's okay a little bit up ahead on her bike and there's no like kidnappers lurking in the woods and you know Javi's where he needs to be and Chewy's not trying to pee every you know two feet that we're walking let me just tell you it was so funny because on Monday when I went out for our walk and it was me the kids and Chewy my daughter she got a new bike a few weeks ago a bigger one because she outgrew her old her smaller bike and it still has training wheels where she's getting ready to work on that. But she just went into like a full-blown meltdown, temper tantrum, like very far from the house. I don't want to ride my bike. It's scary. Like, cause the like training wheels kind of like wobble a little bit back and forth to get you ready. And I was like, here we go. Like that would be the moment if I was on the office, I would be like, looking in the camera, rolling my eyes, going, here it is. Here's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, oh boy. So then I think the next day I, I went for a walk. I want to say it was just Chewy and I, and he's like going to pee every two feet that we're walking. And I'm like, dude, I need to keep my pace up. Like, come on. So then at the next day, I think that was one of the days that I walked the neighborhood by myself. Like before I was done with work, like during my lunch, I needed to step away. Things were getting overwhelming. I was getting like just my eyes were crossing at that point. And that was really nice. So I thought to myself, okay, this is what you have to do. Because not only is this physically going to help you, this is mentally a way for you to de-stress. And it's funny because I'll feel guilty if I don't take Chewy with me. He's my chihuahua, you guys. I'll feel guilty if I don't take him with me, like I'm cheating on him or something. It's so weird. I'm such a freak. And then, like, the one day I left, it felt so bad because I was, like, leaving to go out the door with my shoes, my, my running shoes on. And... Javi's like following me, mama, mama, mama. And Frank had to come get him. And like, he just went into a full blown meltdown. So like, I feel bad, but I'm like, no, I do enough for you people. Okay. I do more than enough. I am very present, very active. I do all the things you guys want to do. I don't need to feel guilty for going out on a walk by myself to clear my head and get some air. So you got to let that guilt stuff go. You just got to go and do you. And I realized I can still go on walks with my kids in the afternoons. I can go with them to ride their bikes. We can take Chewy out as well. But I also am going to need that alone time to get my steps in. So that was, let me just think. Okay, and then one day last week, 
we had some errands that we had to run. And so I, at the end, surprised the kids. We picked up Tropical Smoothie. We went and had a picnic at the park. And we did this, um, a park that we really don't ever go to. And they have like a really big playground for them. And we did like a huge loop. So I definitely got my steps in that day as well. So, you know, the weekend was hit or miss. I did not intentionally go walking. So that is, again, something I have to work on, right? It's like during the weekend, it's not an excuse to take a day off. It's not an excuse to zone out. We don't need to go hard. And by no means is walking 15 minutes a day, drinking water and tracking food going hard. But like we, we don't, we have to, we just, we have to keep our mind in the game. And so that's something I'm going to have to work on as well is, okay, I used to have very active weekends like where we would go on little walks or adventures and things like that. And we just haven't been doing that as much anymore. And I miss it and I crave it and I need it. So I am going to also be figuring in, figuring out how, how to do that, how to kind of get back in the groove of that a little bit more. And that's where I'm at. So overall, I'm going to give myself a B overall. I was not perfect. I did not do everything every single day, but I did it most of the days. And we have the data to show, well, whatever you're doing, it got the weight down. Okay. We need to continue to do what we're doing and also add a little bit more. And so that's what I'm going to talk about today as well. It's like, okay, yes, I'm going to track. Okay. But I'm also not going to go from like, having an 80 point day to like, well, got to keep it down to 24 and like, you know, feel like I'm dying. Okay. So I was like, okay, what if we just told ourselves, yes, Weight Watchers tells you, you have 24 points a day if you want to get to your, your weight goal. But what if, because we're still in this like in between phase where I need to give myself a little more structure, a little more discipline without feeling like I'm going to die. What if I just said, this week, we're going to track and we're not going to go over 50 points a day. And that's still a lot. That's a lot of points. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. I kind of just thought of that as I was talking to you is we're going to track. We're going to stay under 50 points per day. And honestly, let me just see something. I got my little, remember them calculators from the 90s? that had like the gemstones for the buttons. You guys, I, of course I had one. Um, but all of a sudden I like decided I needed, cause I needed a calculator for my office. And I was like, I want one of those gemstone things, one of those nineties calculators. And I ordered one on Amazon and it's just so cute. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Plus what do we get? 28. Okay. Plus 28. So with weeklies, if I divided that by seven, so that's averaging about 28 a day. If you were to include the weeklies that they give you or whatever. So, I mean, 50 is still high. It's better than what I've been doing. And I feel like that's a good gateway into bringing me back down a little bit more. And yeah, you guys like, that's just where I'm at. This is, this is the reality. This is the truth. And I've been very intentional today about 
not zoning out on my goals because it's so easy to do. And not just my weight loss goals, my business goals, my financial goals, all the goals I have set for myself for this month. It's so easy to get caught up in the circus and the shit storm. And next thing you know, it's going to be the end of May and we're going, oh my God, here I am. How did this happen? We have to stay aware. We have to stay awake. And that's what I'm doing. So I hope this is helpful. I feel like I've been rambling, like just chatting up a storm with you guys. Um, definitely not as structured as some of my other episodes, but we got to mix it up sometimes because sometimes my brain just needs to like do what it's doing and think about what your goals are going to be for this week. What do you need to do better? What are you doing really well at and go from there. And so, yeah, so we're going to track, we're going to drink water. We're going to, I think it's like the same as last week, isn't it? Like track, drink water, walk 15 minutes a day and stay under 50 points. That's the new goal. That's the new goal that's added into that. So we have four. So we have four. And what the intention is behind this, you guys, is that as the weeks and months go by and I start to get back down into my more comfortable weight, every day I'm not sitting here going, okay, today I got to track, today I got to drink water, today I got like it's, it's going to just be something you do like second nature, right? And when you're kind of like restarting or resetting, you have to be more, it has to be more in your face. You have to do this to like really focus on what you have to get done in order to get to your goal. And so we're going to keep it simple. This is what we're doing. And um, we're going to have an amazing week. We are not going to let, we are not about to let people derail us even if there are children okay we are not about to let jobs and work and goals our business goals and business deadlines derail us we don't have to let that happen because we are 100% in control over what goes in our mouth I am not a control over that little spitfire of a two-year-old I am not in control of his sleep as much as I think I am and as much as I do what I need to do to get him to bed I'm not in control of that situation so when that little firecracker wants to wake up and bounce off the walls like a ping pong, y'all, he has given me a run for my money. I love him to death, but he is a handful. Let me just say, <laughs> um, goodness gracious. So I can't control that. I can't control the weather. I can't control diabetes. I can't control blood sugars. I, to an extent, I can't control illnesses. I can control me. I can control my mouth. It may not always be pleasant. It may not always be comfortable, but we have control over that. So we're going to end on that note. We're going to go out here. We're going to have a kick-ass week. We're going to keep things irresistible. We're going to keep putting ourselves first and focus on your goals. Every single day in the morning, write down your goals again. Keep it top of mind. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.